At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got three hours of fun coming your way as we're going to be taking a look at everything that we've got in baseball, both tonight and tomorrow, because we've got three games that are going to be coming up within the next 15 or so minutes. We'll get you guys caught up on those in a minute. But also have some NHL to be able to take a look at as right now it is the Lightning and the Rangers doing battle in game six as of right now. Tampa Bay Lightning, they've been able to take a little bit of control of this game. They're currently up 1-0 to zero in the second intermission, so we'll be taking a look at that as things go along as Steven Samkos right now the lone goal in this game. And we're going to be taking a look at everything that we've got for Sunday. The finals game out there in the NBA a little bit of a strange situation, two days off, so that is going to be on Monday, but we'll dive into that a little bit as well. Justin Perry does a great job over there at Odds Checker, taking a look at the great game of baseball. He's going to be joining me in our number two, and then in our number one, Mikhail Miranda, our in-house, I guess you call it Formula One expert. I always call it motorsports personally, but Formula One expert, he does a terrific job over there with regards to a lot of our podcasts. He does a little bit of everything when it comes to being able to take a look at just what we wind up getting with regards to these F1 races. He's going to be joining me towards back half of our number one as we are going to be having an early Sunday morning race. So I'm going to get you guys all prepared on that and I'm going to get you guys all prepared on these games that are going to be coming up in the next few minutes in Major League Baseball. We've got, we're going to hit on the one that technically winds up starting first. This is one for 7.07 p.m. Pacific time, 10.07 10 10 p.m. Eastern time as got the Mets 
on the road facing off against the LA Angels. The Angels who have oh, not been able to pull out too many wins. 931-932. Michael Lorenzo goes for the Angels. Carlos Carrasco goes on the bump for the Mets. And the Mets open up right around minus 135. A lot of spots you're finding them closer to about a minus 125 to a minus 130 as it stands right now. We've actually seen quite a bit of seam come in on the LA Angels. And it's a spot where I really cannot wind up getting behind the LA Angels at this point. It has been a relatively rough go of it for them. I would need at least a plus 120 to be able to take a shot here. If you were getting the plus 125, plus 130 that we were seeing a little bit earlier, that'd be a little bit more worth it. But I do think that the... Value is really getting sucked out of this one. I did wind up saying my total at more around an 8.7, so I'm willing to take a look at an under. But interesting to take a look at Michael Lorenzen. He's been able to do a solid job of being able to get some swings and misses. He's done a good job being able to keep the ball in the yard. And really, both of these guys have is Carlos Carrasco. He's given up a little bit under a home run per nine. I think same with Michael Lorenzen. But the big thing for Carrasco is that he's had better command in general. A guy that has been able to give up sub two walks per nine innings that when it comes to this Mets team, they are currently lead the big leagues in terms of batting average. I do think that we're going to see a little bit of regression with that, but Pete Alonso also wound up leading the major leagues in home runs on the road last season. Thus far this season, he's been able to do a solid job, 16 home runs. And you always want to be taking a look at the lineups when it comes to both of these teams, because with the Angels, they've been dealing with an injury to Taylor Ward. They've been dealing with an injury to Mike Trout. So that wound up putting them a little bit behind the eight ball. And if you take a look at the Angels, they do have Mike Trout back in this game, which is a big boost for them, which is why you have seen the line movement on there. Always note, though, that when it comes to position players, even if a guy doesn't wind up starting a game, oftentimes if a guy is out for rest reasons, it was not the case for Mike Trout. He was dealing with, I believe it was a little bit more of a groin injury, but if a guy is ever out for just rest-related situations, you could wind up seeing them pinch it in like the sixth, seventh inning in a little bit of high leverage spot. So I always do take note of that, but that's uh, Mike Trout is going to be in the fold, so you want to take that into account with regards to the Angels. And if he would have been out, obviously this would be a case which would be a little bit different with the Mets. I'd be willing to lay much more with regards to them. I was only willing to go up to about a minus 120-ish with Mike Trout in the fold, though. So this is a case which I'd be taking a look a little bit more in-game with regards to the money line. And if you're taking a look at the run line, I do think that that's intriguing as well because right now you're finding the Mets in a lot of spots right around about a plus 120 to a plus 125, if anything. I'd be trying to find like a minus 135, minus 140, maybe take a run and half with the Angels because you don't want any part of this Angels team to win outright. They have lost 15 out of their last 16 games, but a lot of those losses have wound up coming by one run, especially at home. Just looked no further than that Boston Red Sox series. They actually lost two games by a count of one to zero. So the pitching has actually not been terrible for this team. Just case which the offense just could not wind up getting out of the mud in general. So that's where I'd be looking with regards to Angels versus Mets. If you're looking about this very, very late first pitch, going to be coming up within the next, I would say, three to four minutes. And then you've got yourself a game that is going to be going down out there in San Diego. This is 9-13, 9-14. Mackenzie Gore is going to be going for the Padres and Kyle Freeland on the bump for the Colorado Rockies and the Rockies. Right now, we're finding them anywhere between about a plus 180, and I'm seeing as high as a plus 210 out there as well. And if you're able to get north of $2 on the Rockies, I think that you've got a little bit of value. If you take a look at game one, it's a case of which you wind up having the Padres winding up being able to get it done by kind of two to one, but it was very much a little bit of a touch-and-go game in that one. And for the Colorado Rockies, this is a bunch of, they've got some pretty demonstrative home and road splits. They've got one of the most distinct home field advantages out there in baseball because they're at elevation. And thus, when they wind up hitting the road, they just aren't able to duplicate the same offense that they've got at home. But 
take a look at this Rockies team going into this double dip. They were hitting right around 237 on the road, which that's actually pretty much a little bit above average in terms of what we've seen in the major leagues this season. They have not been terrible at being able to generate runs. Now, the one fear that you've got with the Rockies is that their bullpen has been absolutely cataclysmically bad. They are currently second to last in terms of bullpen ERA out there in the big leagues, and you wind up seeing Carlos Aceves wind up giving up the game in the 10th inning in game number one. And with Ryan Feltner being able to go six strongs, that was able to help out this team a little bit. And for the San Diego Padres, the reason why I just can't trust in this team at this number, even though Mackenzie Gore is terrific, buck 50 ERA, I believe that he's given up just one home run this year. He has been electrifying a guy that has been a very highly touted prospect for a very long time. But you take a look at the San Diego Padres team and the starting lineup that you wind up seeing in game number one, and it's going to be relatively similar to what we were seeing in game number two among guys with at least 25 at-bats because no Mazzara is currently hitting a 364, but he's been back for five, maybe six games. So guys that actually have a relatively decent sample size, you wind up having just two guys in the starting lineup that left the game hitting above a 260. It's been very top-heavy with Manny Machado having to do a lot of the damage. And for the San Diego Padres team, they've actually been significantly worse at being able to drive in runs at home than on the road. Obviously, it's a little bit more of a pitcher-friendly ballpark, which is why when you take a look at the San Diego Padres, you're always going to notice that they wind up having totals that are just set so low. It is a case in which you do have a Padres team that, in general, they're never going to be towards the top of the league in terms of, like, home runs per game at home or anything like that. But even for... Padres Sanders, it seems to be a little bit demonstrative as it's been a bunch that has been in really the bottom six, seven of the league in terms of just being able to get on base at home. And you just take a look at the run disparity. It has been quite a bit of something to take a look at with regards to the San Diego Padres team. So I do think that that always winds up coming into play. And then when it comes to Colorado the Rockies, they average 5.8 runs per game at home, right around three runs per game on the road. So you've got your nice, very demonstrative splits there. And then going back to the San Diego Padres with what they've been able to do five runs per game on the road, barely uh, above 3.9 runs per game at home. So you're, you've got the team averaging a little bit less than a run per game at home rather than on the road. So that's a little bit of an issue there. So I always wind up taking a look at that. And when it comes to the total, this is a spot in which taking a look at a seven and a half. I do think that it's a case in which we probably went a little bit too low because Kyle Freeland has been relatively solid on the road, but I do think that there's going to be a little bit of regression here for Mackenzie Gore as well. You've got a pair of teams that they want to play 10 innings in game number one, so at minimum, these two teams are going to be playing 19 innings unless we wind up seeing a little bit of a rain delay out there in San Diego. And the next time you wind up seeing a rain delay in San Diego, let me know because it just winds up never, ever happening. But I do think that Mackenzie Gore... Going to wind up getting hit a little bit more. He is giving up right around three walks per nine innings. So I'd be taking a look at an over on seven and a half and anything north of two bucks. Going to be taking a look at the Colorado Rockies as well. And then the other game that we've got coming up, it is out there in Seattle. George Kirby is going to be going for the Mariners. And then you've got going on the bump for the Boston Red Sox, Michael Walker. This is game number 925, 926 on the board with Seattle, a very slight favorite. You're finding them a lot of places right around a minus 120 to a minus 125 between plus 105 size plus 115 on the Red Sox with a total between eight and eight and a half. If you're finding an eight and a half, the under is going to be minus 120. If you're finding an eight, the over is going to be minus 120. So pick your juice accordingly there. But I wound up taking a look at an over in this spot myself because I do think that Michael Walker, after having his complete game a few days ago, he is going to be doing for a little bit of regression. But that said, George Kirby has been able to do a relatively solid job for the Seattle Mariners. He's getting right around nine strikeouts per nine innings. The command has been good, but this is a Boston Red Sox lineup that they've got a trio of mashers out there in J.D. Martinez, 
throwing their Rafael Devers, and then you've been able to have also some very good production on Xander Bogarts. All these guys hitting a 315 or better now. They're a little bit top-heavy, but with the Seattle Mariners as well, this is a bullpen that it can be hit, and it can be hit hard. They're currently in the bottom half of the big leagues in terms of bullpen area last season. The reason why they were able to win 90 games, despite the fact that they wound up having a run differential hovering right around negative 50, is that that bullpen was able to come in. They were able to win so many one-run games. And honestly, the Reds, the Seattle Mariners, they're a game above 500 in one-run games. I believe that they're now 11-10 and 10 overall, but it is certainly a case which has not necessarily been as great for this bullpen. Diego Castillo has not been able to do anything whatsoever. Drew second rider who was a big part of what the Seattle Mariners were able to do last season. He's not just been sent down to the minor leagues. He's actually been designated for assignment now for the Boston Red Sox. All of a sudden, they're in the top half of the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA over the last 35 days. This has been a top seven bullpen in the big leagues with the Boston Red Sox. And Michael Walker has been able to post up a sub-250 ERA. I do think that he's going to be able to keep the ball in the yard when it comes to these games out here on the West Coast during the night. The ball just doesn't fly the same as it does during the day. So while we're seeing a bunch of runs out there in the Northeast and the Midwest part of the country during the daytime with your matinee games, you're not going to find as much of that out here on the West Coast, especially Oakland. That's the most demonstrative example. But that said, this is a spot in which I do, do think that both of these guys could wind up getting hurt by death by a million cuts for lack of a term. So this is a spot in which I'm looking at it over and set the Red Sox as a slight favorite, so I like them getting a little bit of a plus price. Coming up next, we've got a lot of things that are in progress. We've right now got Game 6 of Lightning versus Rangers. We'll get you guys caught up on that next, right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For just $39, you get everything that VSIN has to offer. Now through the end of July, the next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content here in the business at VEASAN.com, and subscribers are going to get access to all of it. Adam Burke has you covered with daily MLB best bets. John Von Tobel, he's got you covered on the NBA circuit all the way through the finals. Andy McNeil going to be breaking down all the action on the ice, and you've got preseason NFL coverage, not to mention premium articles and best bets when it comes to golf. 
UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, our betting tools, and video streaming, it's all for just $39. Be a subscriber now through July 31st, and you're able to sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. It is a great Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Banking Network, and out there in Seattle, it's a Rafael Devers experience brought to you by Rafael Devers as he winds up getting a two-run homer to be able to lead off the game as the Boston Red Sox, they're up 2-0 to zero and they have yet to come in and out. So, relatively good start for them as George Kirby, six pitches into the game, winds up allowing that bomb. So, Rafael Devers now with a double-digit amount of homers and with the Red Sox, they're top-heavy, but when those guys at the top get on and when those guys hit the bomb, it can be very, very lethal as the Mariners have not had a good time against the Boston Red Sox thus far, and that's not what they were looking for. As how about if we wind up taking a look at what we're all getting out there in the NHL as well? We're about 12 minutes left in this one between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Rangers. Still, the lone goal of the game was Steven Samkos's goal that we wound up seeing in the second period. It is one to zero Lightning. This is a game that obviously, as of right now, it is trending under. If I am taking a look at this correctly, we've currently got a total of. There's no way this is correct. They've got a live total of five in this one. This is a spot in which if you're taking a look at a live under, yeah, that I'm seeing on the screen at two and a half because I was seeing a total at DraftKings at five. I was about to say, if you've got a total of five, you probably want to take a look at an under, but we've got two and a half. The over has use of minus 130. And honestly, a live over at two and a half, I don't think is a bad look because if you do wind up getting sort of an empty net situation, it does become one of those time periods in which you'll see a team in which they're down in the playoffs. They'll pull the goalie with like two, three minutes remaining. And even down by two goals, they'll still have the goalie pulled with two or three minutes remaining. So that's something you'd always take a look at. And obviously any New York Rangers goal here, that means that at minimum, you're going to wind up getting three goals, but that is something to take a look at there. As the juice wind up moving just from minus minus 130 down to minus 115 as well. And if you're looking at the live money line, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they are minus 1450 currently. And I do think that it's a case of which the Lightning, they're going to be able to find a way to be able to get to the Stanley Cup final. And when it comes to the Tampa Bay Lightning as well, I just think that you can't undermine this team. In order to be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. And if they are able to survive in advance in this series, and I fully expect them to do so, I'm thinking that it's going to be this game, but with that said, even if it's not this game, if it is the next game as well, keep in mind, Braden Point has been skating with the team for a little bit now. He could be good to go for the NHL Finals. Now, when it comes to injuries, you don't want to just base it off of whether a guy is going to be out there or not. Is he going to be close to 100%? And from all indications, it looks like he's looking halfway decent. So that is something that is going to be very impactful as well because you just take a look at what we've got with regards to a possible final of the Avalanche versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the Lightning have been pretty solid with regards to the season set that these two teams wound up playing as well. So I think that that is something to keep in mind. And we wound up seeing it with the Tampa Bay Lightning. When they wound up going up against a Florida Panthers team that many thought was one of the best offenses that we've seen in a very long time in the NHL, they just completely held them down. And there's just something to having a two-time Stanley Cup winner in Andre Vasilevsky in the goal. I think that that is just so impactful for this team, and I mean, with the Colorado Avalanche, it's just been amazing to be able to watch them be able to just put the biscuit in the basket, for lack of a better term, thus far this season. But this is a Tampa Bay Lightning team that I don't think that they should be discounted. And you'll notice that with the Tampa Bay Lightning currently in the lead, and 
something that DraftKings is doing is that they've actually got Team Futures live as this thing is going along. You may recall that the Colorado Avalanche, about 48 or so hours ago when Game 5 wound up going final and we wound up getting into Game 6, the Colorado Avalanche were a minus $2 favorite. You got to feel like a little bit of this is based off of the reports of Braden Point, but I think it goes to show just how much of a better shot bookmakers think the Lightning would have as opposed to the New York Rangers because right now, if you're looking live, the Tampa Bay Lightning are set at a plus 150. The Colorado Avalanche, they're at a minus 170. And then just for, I guess you could call it giggles, you've got the New York Rangers at 30 to 1. So if you thought that the Lightning were able to get it done and they were able to take the series and you thought that they were going to be able to also win the Stanley Cup, best time to be able to take that, honestly, was probably about 24 hours ago. And for the Colorado Avalanche, if you think that they're going to be able to win the Stanley Cup, you made a wise move by being able to hold off and wait because this is a number that was just minus $2, I would say, about a few hours ago. So it's a very interesting case. I do think that the Lightning, they still have a little bit of juice even at the plus 150 number right now. I still think that you're getting relatively good value even though it was a little bit higher a few hours ago. And for the New York Rangers, I mean, you give them a lot of credit. It's just Shurkin has been absolutely amazing in goal for the scene, but you've got to feel like it's been a case in which the Lightning have been able to get more shots on goal just throughout the entirety of the series. I think it's starting to wear this team down just a little bit in general. And when you wind up having just everything that the Lightning are able to deliver, it winds up making things very, very difficult. As Shesterkin, he has made 25 saves thus far on 26 shot attempts. And for Vasilevsky, he's only faced 16 shots. And that has really been the mantra of the series in general. The Lightning, they've been able to get more shots on goal. And unless if the Lightning wind up lighting up a little bit on defense. I do think that they should be able to get it done here as this is a live total that it just continues to drop a little bit more and more. If you're looking at that live two and a half right now, you're finding that overjuice at a minus 110. And right now the lightning minus 1600 on the money line to be able to get it done. What I'd be looking at a little bit more is the puck line, because if you're willing to lay up a one and a half here, you're finding the lightning right around a minus 120. And I think that there is a good possibility of an open net goal here. So I don't think that that's necessarily the worst look in the world because, well, I just don't think that the Rangers are going to be able to come back in this one. And a team that is looking to come back is the LA Dodgers. Says This is a very interesting game in general as Clayton Kershaw wound up getting the start. And to my surprise, the Dodgers wound up closing as a $2 favorite. This is Clayton Kershaw's first start in over a month. You figured that he wouldn't necessarily be going too long in this game. And he wound up closing as a $2 favorite. And... The Dodgers, as a minus $2 favorite, might wind up going down again. Currently, it is 2-1 to one as Clayton Kershaw. Shock, shock, surprise, surprise. His first start in a little bit over a month. He didn't wind up delivering a lot of length. Wound up throwing 71 pitches. Gave up two runs in four innings. I wouldn't say he looked great. I wouldn't say they looked terrible. Certainly looked like a guy that was coming off an injury. And right now, you've got the San Francisco Giants with the bases chucked. No outs in the bottom of the eighth inning. So right now it's not looking good for the San Francisco Giants. I think what wound up having a lot of people stray away from them was the fact that this was a bullpen game for them. Sammy Long wound up being the opener in this game. And we've already seen the Dodgers lose bullpen games over the last, we're going to call it 16 months or so, dating back to the beginning of last season to the San Francisco Giants in these sort of circumstances. And for the LA Dodgers, I certainly do think that this is a team that is going to be fine. They're currently 20 and 11 on the road, most likely going to be 20 and 12 when it's all said and done with regards to this game. So, I mean, it's a it's a team that they're going to be able to make the playoffs, but you've got to have a little bit of concern with this team and the fact that they have been just 
a little bit teeter to utterish. The guys that they've been relying upon for their best starts have been guys that you wouldn't expect. Tyler Anderson, he wound up getting lit up a little bit a few days ago against the Chicago White Sox, but he has been absolutely terrific for the team. Tony Gonsolin right now is a sub-2 ERA. Meanwhile, Walker Buehler, he just wound up going to the injured list, and it's a guy that has been getting lit up ever since he wound up having that complete game against the Arizona Diamondbacks a month ago. Things have not been right for him. Clayton Kershaw is just old in general, dealing with a bunch of back issues, and he wound up coming out there and wound up looking, once again, halfway decent in this start. you got to figure that he's going to be stretched out a little bit moving forward, but certainly you've got your concerns about a guy that is just that age trying to be able to deliver good innings for you moving forward. And it's been the less than the less heralded guys when it comes to this bullpen that have really stepped up. Like Yancey Almonte wound up coming into this game. He's got a buck 17 ERA. Caleb Ferguson in a small sample size has yet to give up a run this season. Alex Messia has been halfway decent. Meanwhile, Craig Kimbrell with a run that he just wanted giving up here in the eighth inning. He's now got a 450 ERA. Broussard Gradrol hasn't necessarily been too terrific. Do I think that these guys are going to be able to round into form? Yes, but at the same time, it's a Dodgers team that they're dealing with some ailments when it comes to their pitching. Obviously, the Trevor Bauer situation, they were hoping for better things there, but they sort of knew the situation that that was going to be during the offseason, so they had time to prepare there. And also, losing Blake Trine. He has been out for quite a while. He's been out due to injury. That's been affecting this bullpen a little bit as well. And for the San Francisco Giants, their whole issue has been the fact that the bullpen has not been the same this year as compared to last season. I chalk up a lot of this to the fact that Buster Posey, who was just so instrumental for the team, not just with the bat, but also with the glove, was able to work with these guys. It took a little bit of time, but I do think that now they're starting to find their rhythm a little bit more with these new catchers like a Joey Barr, Kirk Caselli, the guy that wound up getting the start today. So I do think that that's going to be interesting to take a look at moving forward. And what's also interesting to take a look at is what we're all getting on the diamond with regards to what we're going to be seeing on Sunday. We're going to give you guys a little bit of an update as to what we're seeing on these Saturday night games and then turn it forward to Sunday next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The third golf major of the season is here, and you can get out on the action with Dewar's Major Championship Challenge. Draft in two free to play golf contests, one classic, and one a four round showdown, and compete for your share of $10,000. In total prizes, head on over to DraftKings.com slash Doers now to play for free as it's a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and oh boy, things just wound up getting very, very hot out there on the ice as while we were away, two goals wound up getting scored in the matter of about 30 seconds as you wind up seeing the New York Rangers take advantage of a power play, they wind up scoring, and then immediately after... The biscuit is put in the basket by the lightning. So if you wind up taking up that live over of two and a half, well, you don't need to sweat it anymore. It has already gotten there. As now we are staring at two to one, about 6.30 left to play in this one as boy, oh boy. That was quite a sequence. And now the live total is at three and a half. And quite frankly, the over is just a minus 350. That is not worth taking. But I've got to think that we're probably going to see at least one more goal scored here in this one. And if you want to take it, Steven Stamps scored multiple goals in this game. Well, congratulations. He has scored his second of the contest as he wound up being able to have a big one there. And then Andrew Kopp wound up assisting on a Frank Ventero. 
Vetrano goal. Hopefully, I wound up getting the pronunciation correctly the second time around. Vetrano was able to score, and then you wound up having Steven Samkos put it in for the Tampa Bay Lightning. So 6.32 remaining. It is 2-1 Lightning. So we've got ourselves a lot of intrigue out there. And you take a look at these late-night baseball games. You had no run first inning in Padres versus Rockies. You wind up getting there. It is currently 0-0 zero zero going into the top of the second inning. And yeah, wind up having no run first inning in Los Angeles. This did not wind up getting there. The Angels have taken a 2-0 lead as Carlos Carrasco winds up giving up a double to Anthony Rendon, who is now back at the fold for the first time quite a while. He and Joey Otani have driven in a run to begin this one as Michael Lorenzo was able to deliver a first inning, which he wound up having a walk, but past that, one, two, three. So we're going to be taking a look at this one. And if you're looking to bet on any of these MLB games live, we're seeing quite a bit of movement there with the Angels. They are a live favorite of minus 235 with being able to put up two runs in the first inning. The Boston Red Sox are now up 3-0 to zero as they wound up getting a Rafael Devers home run. And then they were able to tack out one more against Mr. Kirby. That is a live total that it is at 10.5 as they wound up closing in a lot of spots right around at 8-10. And now if you're looking live at Rockies versus Padres, if you couldn't wind up getting in pre-flop, you're still able to get the Rockies right around a plus 185. And the total that wound up closing at a 7.5, and it's now at 6.5, shaded to the under at a minus 135. So that's what we've currently got on the diamond along with the Giants and the LA Dodgers. Not a lot of in-game offerings here because it is currently the bottom of the eighth inning. Giants are minus 1,300 on the money line. And, you're looking to lay a run and a half with the Giants. You're going to be finding that at minus 315. You probably don't want to be laying that much juice in this spot, but currently 3-1. to one. The San Francisco Giants, they do have the lead, and it's going to be really intriguing to see what we wind up getting out of a lot of these teams that are currently in action right now because I take a look at the game for Sunday between the Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres, and it's going to be Blake Snell. Why is going for the Padres and Irma Marquez, who's going to be going for the Colorado Rockies. And right now, DraftKings, I'm finding Blake Snell as a minus 195 favorite, I want to making the mistake of trusting in Blake Snell a, about a week or so ago. So that is something that I am probably not going to be doing again. I was willing to take a shot on the Rockies. If I'm able to get more like a plus 170 right now, we're seeing a plus 165, but I've got to feel like with the movement because they opened up right around plus 155. I think that we're going to be able to get that plus 170 for it to be a little bit of a buy point on the Rockies. And also... I mentioned it with regards to a lot of these West Coast ballparks. Balls just not flying out in them as much as over there in the East Coast. Right now, you're able to find the Rockies getting a run and a half on the road at DraftKings at a minus 120. That's honestly not the worst value in the world. I'm typically not one for taking a run and a half, but if you're able to get right around a minus 120, like I'm right now seeing at DraftKings, that's actually very solid. Getting only even money on the Padres with Blake Snell on the mound is not necessarily, not necessarily something I want to take a shot on. And what I think is interesting is we got a total of eight and a half, which that's actually an insanely high total considering that it is San Diego. But you take a look at both of these starters and Blake Snell has not been good ever since he wound up going to the San Diego Padres. And Irma Marquez, he has had one start this year, which he's given up fewer than three runs. That was start number one of the season. So and it's been a while since we've seen Irma Marquez be able to put it together. Good news for Irma Marquez is that he's pitching better on the road than he is at home. Bad news is with him pitching better on the road than he is at home, that road ERA is still north of six. So both of these guys have been less than trustworthy. You've got yourself a Colorado Rockies bullpen that is currently second worst in the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA. And then I mentioned it with Blake Snell. Thus far, he's made four starts. He's taken three losses. He's got a 560 ERA. 
over the course of 19 innings he's issuing right around five walks per nine innings the strikeout numbers are still there but you just take a look at the shall we say saga of Blake Snell and it's been not necessarily too terrific I mean we all recall a few off seasons ago he wanted making some comments about perhaps not wanting to play during the pandemic and everything like that and when he wound up pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays, he winds getting pulled out of that World Series game. And you've got to wonder if just the fact that he never really necessarily finished his games, if that winds wearing on him a little bit. I know that someone over here at the network and Josh Showers, who has played the game before, he always talks about there's something to these guys that they wind up just expecting to go seven, eight, nine innings. And while he was with the Tampa Bay Rays, he really never went past six. They would always pull him before the third time through the order. And a big thing with Blake Snell is that he's just not able to give you a lot of length because of these walks. I mean, ever since he's gotten to San Diego, he had 4.8 walks per nine innings during the 2021 season, 5.2 thus far this season, and he just does not look like himself in general. Now, he's gotten a little bit unlucky. If you take a look at his ERA with the San Diego Padres in these two seasons, it's right around a 439. His fielding independent is lower than that at a 384, but I mean, still, you do create a little bit of your own luck as well. When you put guys on cheaply like that, that is really going to wear on you, and it's not like he's backed up by a world-beater bullpen, and on top of that, he's backed up by a bullpen that, at minimum, they're going to have to pitch 19 innings unless we wind up getting a rainout in San Diego, and next time you see a rainout in San Diego, let me know, because that is actually going to be news with the way that the weather is over there, but I mean, it's just a very unfortunate situation for the San Diego Padres, and I mean, once again, it's a credit to the Tampa Bay Rays. They knew exactly when to pull the plug on Blake Snell, and once again, Another trade in which they did well in. So you give them all the credit in the world for the way that they've been able to maneuver things. And it's just a little bit of a different Colorado Rockies team in general with the way that they've been able to hit on the road. I mean, they're still one of the lesser teams in being able to get runs per game on the road. But I mean, they're hitting as a collective right around about a 237, 238 on the road. It's been halfway respectable. Now, the record of 9-18 and 18 is because they just have not been able to pitch well on the road. And a lot of that has to do with Herbert Marquez being very, very sad, to say the least, on the road that has been far from terrific. And that's why, even though it's a high total out there in San Diego, I'm going to be taking a look at it and over. You just really can have no faith in Omar Marquez. I have zero faith whatsoever in Blake Snell. And when you've got two pitchers that you've got no faith in whatsoever and you're able to find a big plus number out there, typically I'm one for being able to take a plus number. I'm hoping that this winds up getting to more like a plus 170 when it's all said and done with regards to... Um, with regards to the money line. But with that said, probably going to be looking at the Rockies in some form or fashion here. And I'm going to be taking a look at it over as well as we've got a little bit of action out there in Los Angeles as well as the Mets wind up being able to get a double with one out. So they are currently threatening out there. And for the Seattle Mariners, currently they've got the bases loaded in the bottom of the first inning. Michael Walker coming off of a complete game right now. He is not necessarily in the world's greatest shape. So I'm certainly going to be keeping you guys up to date there. And then when it comes to what we're all going to be getting in Major League Baseball on Sunday as well, you're going to be noticing a couple of games that are going to be off the board because the Arizona Diamondbacks, they have to throw out their Kyle Nelson. It's going to be sort of a bullpen game for them. So that's a little bit of an interesting situation right now. You're also going to be noticing no numbers with regards to Brewers versus Nationals because Paulo Espino is going to be getting the start for them and the Milwaukee Brewers. If you've been betting on them the last few days, I raise my hand guilty as I'm someone that's from the great state of Wisconsin. That's not why I bet on them. I bet on them today because Patrick Corbin had lost all but two of his starts coming into this one. And Eric Lauer just wound up getting banged around like a pinata. 
That was on SAU 2 Terrific, and I know that one of our listeners here, over here at VSIN, Titan Fan Music, he wound up alerting me to this. Going into the game that we saw between the Angels and the Mets, the National League East is currently on a 27-game winning streak. That's absolutely ridiculous, because, I mean, every one of these divisions, they obviously have a slug. Now, in some of these divisions, you've got multiple slugs, like out there in the AL Central, you've got the Kansas City Royals, which... In hour number two, you're going to hear me actually talk a little bit glowingly about the spot that they've got against the Baltimore Orioles, but they have not been able to do a great job. The Detroit Tigers, they've had their issues when it comes to the National League Central. You know, like the Pittsburgh Pirates and company, and when it comes to the National League East, you're a big bugaboo team. That is the Washington Nationals, and somehow, someway, they are able to get it done, and thoughts and prayers to all of you guys that were hoping for Yohan Adon on Sunday as well, as he wound up getting sent out to the minor leagues, or else we be able to fade him. So I'm a little bit sad about that. So to be able to put a smile on my face, we're going to be welcoming on Mikhail Miranda next. He's going to do a great job breaking down everything that we're going to be getting out there on the circuit in Formula One for Sunday. Going to be a great race, and we're going to be getting his thoughts on it next. Right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And great to be joined by the by Mikhail Miranda right here on the desk. He does a terrific job with being able to take a look at Formula One for us over here at VSIN. He does the Racing Lines podcast. You're able to find that in the Gone Racing podcast feed, wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, list goes on and on. And for Mikhail, that's at Mikhail A. Miranda altogether on Twitter. And great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. And Mikhail, by the way, he also does the audio for us. He's actually got it. Controlled on the laptop and everything. The guy is a multitasker. We've got so many guys behind the scenes that do so much great work on this show in general, just across the network. And Mikhail, it is going to be interesting to see what we wind up getting this weekend because they do Azerbaijan, which I think that this is going to be a great race because you've got your typical suspects at the top. Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc. These are the two top guys. 
with regards to the DraftKings odds to be able to win the race. Verstappen, plus 150. Leclerc is at plus 160. And then from there, Sergio Perez finding himself at a plus 285. Everyone else, they are 20 to 1 or longer. And typically, you do wind up seeing longer odds outside of the top three. But it feels like it's even longer with regards to this race. Is this race over here in Azerbaijan a little bit different than the rest of them that causes such a big disparity between the top three and everyone else? Uh, normally, the answer to that is no, but given the nature of Red Bull and Ferrari, they're in an entire different league. Lewis Hamilton has said this himself as well. Like He's, he's losing it. The seven-time world champion who's currently determined as the greatest driver of all time is like, yeah, nope. We're nowhere close to them. Uh, so the reason that we're seeing these odds really far is because Rebel and Ferrari have something that the other teams don't have. They have pace and they have control over their cars. They know exactly what their cars are doing and exactly what they want their cars to do. Uh, Mercedes don't. Alfa Romeo don't. Alfa Torre don't. So because of this, it, it, the odds... Uh, reflect this, that the teams don't know what to do. So we're just watching Ferrari and Rebel run with the flag. I'm like, hey, let's do this. I got the baton. This is it. Uh, adios to you guys. Yep, it's just absolutely insane because you're also going to find Carlos Sainz. He's at 20 to 1 right now. Everyone else outside the top four, 55 to 1 or greater because I mean, we've seen huge disparities between the top three and the rest of the field. This is the biggest one that I've seen all season. So that is going to be very interesting to take a look at. And when it comes to just what we're going to be seeing out there in Azerbaijan, what can we expect from the racetrack itself? Because I know this one is going to be a little bit different than what we wound up seeing in Monaco a few weeks ago. And I do think that the pace is really going to be something to take a look at. So Azerbaijan is a very treacherous track if you don't have something called a toe. This is when the car in front of you sort of uh, creates a hole in the air where the car behind you follows. It's called the slipstream effect. So if we don't have that, overtaking can be actually quite difficult. But uh, Red Bulls seem to have straight line pace. So when they're in there, it's like a rocket ship. It just absolutely takes off. And uh, this track is, you have to have that straight line speed because uh, the tracks are obviously broken down into three sectors. You had the start-finish sector, sector one, then you have sector two and three. Uh, the only twisty turn is sector three. That's the last couple of corners before you get to the start-finish straight, which is a very, very long straight. It's, it's almost like maybe uh, a couple hundred meters before you actually get to turn one, which is a 90-degree turn. So you have to have a damn good car in the straight line and be able to stop that car at close to 300 kilometers per hour, which is about 210, 250 miles per hour. That's just absolutely insane, throwing out those numbers right there and having to have control over your car at those sort of speeds. But does that mean with what you were saying, just these guys are towards the back, is it just going to make it really hard in general to be able to make any sort of a pass? Because that's what it's sounding like to me. So not really. You, you will see a lot of overtaking for sure. However, it will sort of be if the car is in the right position. Like, you have to be at least a second, a second and a half behind the car in front of you. That way you will get a toe because uh, what happens aerodynamically-wise is that the car in front of you is sort of punching this hole so you have some space. And because this hole is there, it's sort of pulling you along, which is why it's called a toe. 
So you get an extra five kilometers per hour plus the DRS gives you an extra 15. So you get a lot more pace than the car in front of you. So you will see a lot of overtakes. You just have to be in the right window. And a team that sort of has this down is Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, and to my surprise, Alpine. They have a car that's really fast in a straight line because we saw uh, Yuki Soda and Pierre Gasly sort of complaining about the uh, Alpines of Fernando Alonso and uh, Esteban Ocon that they couldn't get close to them during qualifying or in free practice when they were doing their test simulations. Yep, that's going to be really interesting to take a look at. It sounds like going to be another big week here for Red Bull. And when it comes to what you're taking a look at with regards to race winner, obviously, we've got three guys pretty close in the odds in Verstappen, Leclerc, and then you've got Sergio Perez finding himself at plus 285. Everyone else, very, very long shots. Is there any one of the main three that you're really keying in on in general? So for race winners, I actually have Charles and Sergio. I got Charles at plus 160, I believe. Uh, and I got uh, Sergio Perez at plus 650. Uh, and this was really interesting to me because normally Sergio is around 18 to 1. This is the first time that he is plus 650. And I think this is really incredible value because he is starting position 2 on tomorrow's grid at 4 o'clock in the morning here, uh, Vegas time. So uh, it's very interesting to see that he is still the third favorite because he has been outpacing Max Verstappen, the current world champion, quite fast. And so um, seeing him as the third favorite and Max as the first favorite, I'm sort of like, uh, something is a little bit wrong here because Charles does have the pace. Sergio is faster than Max currently from what we've seen in qualifying in the practice sessions. So going forward with this, I think that Charles and Sergio have a really good chance of actually winning this thing. Max will sort of be a nice, good podium finish, but uh, there is no value with the podium because you see the top six finish over here. It's minus 600. The top 10 is minus 750 for Max. And a podium finish for Max is minus 450. So there is no value in taking Max on the podium. Um, so I sort of stayed away from Max because there has been a lot of problems with his car, especially with his DRS flap sort of bouncing. It sort of closes shut on him absolutely out of nowhere. And we saw this complaining happen back in uh, Spain, back in Monaco, and it sort of happened again in free practice too. So it's sort of very intriguing to me that he's still the favorite here at DraftKings at plus 150. But Charles and Sergio to win is a much more uh, sort of thing that's going to happen, according to me at least. I see, I see Charles winning this. Yep, and when it comes to the two Red Bull drivers and Perez and Verstappen, I know that's something that you mentioned to me is that it felt like Verstappen was almost being able to pass Perez because his own team was telling him to just be able to go in front of him. How much do you take a look at that? Because we did wind up seeing Perez being able to get the win a few weeks ago. Do you think that there might be a little bit of a changing of the guard between these two? So that is known as team orders in Formula 1, where the team principal says, hey, we like him a bit more, so you're sort of going to swap positions. Uh, I do see this playing out, but if... Sergio Perez has a lot of pace. It's sort of going to be very off-putting to everyone who's watching this because uh, we saw this happen once before with uh, Michael Schumacher and Rubens Barrichello where they were asked to swap positions and Rubens Barrichello had a lot more pace than Michael Schumacher. So it, it would be a very controversial topic if we see Red Bull favor Max Verstappen again because for the past couple of seasons, they favored him. 
and we've seen their second rivals sort of take a hit to the to their morale and everything. But since Sergio Perez has signed a new contract with Red Bull, I don't really see them pulling uh, Sergio back. Is if they want Sergio to perform as they think he can perform, uh, I think they're gonna like, hey guys, just go and battle it out on the on the track. Whoever has the better pace gets the track position. Yep, I think that that's gonna be something interesting to look at, and then. then I know that you are going to be looking at Carlos Sainz as well. He's someone that has a little bit of a plus price to be able to have a podium finish. What did you see out of him this week This week that made him very intriguing? Because I know that you were talking about him having quite a bit of pace as well. So Carlos Sainz does have a lot of pace. And the reason why he's sort of hidden back is due to the fact that when it came down to qualifying and the pressure was on, he sort of blundered the lap. He overcooked his brakes. And so he lost uh, a lot of time. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I have a position four secured with me. And I can take Max because he was faster than Max. Uh, him and Charles were sort of on par with pace. Um, and Sergio was like sort of in position three. But even though Mac, even though Sergio is up there in uh, P2, we can see Carlos go and overtake Max and Sergio. It's going to be interesting to take a look at this race at Azerbaijan. And as always, Mikhail delivering goods right here on the Greg Peterson experience being able to break it down starting off our number two next I take a look at my DK Nation pick for baseball on Sunday right here on VSIN Esports Bank Network at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.